Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The news is live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love, 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Amenuveve FM in Aflau. We are on Ganga FM in Jirapa. Radio Max in Takradi, Lonlonyo FM in Hohoi. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is proudly sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality people. VC and HTP pipes and water tank. We are the only water story tank with a level indicator. Where Drua Plus goes, water flows. Coming up in this edition, opposition to government's proposed law to restrict over 20 imported items grows as six business groups formally petitioned Parliament to halt the laying of the instrument. Nobody's against the principle. The fact is that the foundations have not been laid. Our political class has disappointed us over the years. If they are really confident, the political class is really confident in our system. Let them come out with an LI that no government official should go abroad for medical. But government says it is determined to lay the instrument today after amending some aspects of the bill. We are not banning the import of anything. We say that the restriction, of course there's restriction, but we are not going to simply restrict in simplicity. Uh, there's going to be a committee. We'll get to hear from the minority which insists it is opposed to the instrument in any form. In a lot of uh, the, the provisions there, the power of the minister there is a problematic. Not support it, please. Any uh, red-seeking archaic import permit that will create corruption, we won't support it. I'll take you live to Parliament for the very latest. Also this afternoon, the National Petroleum Authority CEO announces review of manganese limiting fuel as he responds to public complaints by initiating evaluation with the Ghana Standards Authority. And we have details as he acknowledges Ghana's economic challenges but defends his earlier call to rescue Ghana. Have you rescued this country? Yes, we have. You have? Yes, we have. High cost of living. We have details on that. Also this afternoon, land law expert Kwame Jan proposes a game-changing solution to tackle deep-rooted corruption at the Lands Commission. The document processing center should be taken away from Accra and put in a, a security place. The documents will be received in Accra. 
for processing. Just drop off your document and go. You don't need to be walking through the corridors of the Lands Commission to push your document because that's where the problem is. We have sports. Optimism for the Black Stars as foreign-based players put up impressive performances ahead of next year's Africa Cup of Nations. And as we get ready for Join News National Dialogue on Illegal Mining, we'll explore how many communities and western regional towns of Takwa and Pristia are consuming food heavily contaminated with poisonous metals as activities of the Lamseyes pollute farmlands. And the people over there are not even aware of that, even though they are using for medicinal purposes, but they end up contaminating themselves. We have that said more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apao. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. This afternoon, we start off from Parliament where the opposition to government's proposed legislative instrument to restrict the importation of some 22 items, including rice and poultry, intensifies. Six business groups have formally petitioned Parliament to halt the laying of the airline. The groups under the umbrella name Joint Business Consultative Forum includes a petition um, dated November 26, argue that if passed, the airline will adversely affect the prices of goods, the free flow of goods and could also cripple businesses. My colleague Elton Brobe joins me in studio for more on this. But first, listen to the justification of the Trade Minister Katie Hammond. But there are about 22 items on the on the list. I think one of them, for example, is a uh, uh, diaper. Diaper. Uh, how do you call it? Diapers. Uh, I don't think they call it women parts. They call it uh, di- diapers. I think they call it diapers. I mean, there has been so many presentations on me. Um, so many petitions. I mean, they're asking for me to protect the local uh, production of uh, local industry. But we do this uh, on the back of international law. You don't simply get up and say that um, you won't allow this thing to come to the country. No. We are not banning the import of anything. We simply, I mean, even the, the, the heading may be misleading. We say that the restriction, of course it's restriction, but we are not going to simply restrict in simplicity. Uh, there's going to be a committee. A committee would lead with all the, the important and then of course the producing um, institutions in the country to monitor if we have enough, if the system is saturated or is not saturated, and then how much of it uh, the permit system would allow to be brought in. That is what this whole thing is about. That's uh, the Trade Minister, Katie Hammond there. Elton is with me in the studio, like I said. So, Elton, let's first talk about this consultative forum. Who are they? So, we have the Ghana Union of, Ghana, of Traders Association, Guta Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, Importers and Exporters Association of Ghana, Ghana Institute of Freight Forwarders, Chamber of Automobile Dealership Ghana, and the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry. And they have 11 reasons why Parliament should reject this instrument that government is seeking to lay. One of them is that the price of most products mentioned in the Ministry of Trade and Industry policy proposal will result in serious price hike as competition would severely be restricted. The permit system will also definitely hinder the flow of goods from exporting countries to receivers in Ghana. Hence, importers will no longer be able to rely on market demand to detect the quantities to be ordered as companies will be at the whims of the Ministry of Trade and Industry. Also, they say that there is already an increase in smuggling from neighboring countries 
of these items due to the porous nature of our borders. And they said that imports through Tema have dropped, imports through Tema have dropped drastically due to high drive and taxes. They go on to say currently they do not discriminate against local goods in their trade. They want consumers to patronize local goods if they so wish, but they also want to give in the opportunity to import the goods as they want. The airline in its uh, present form contravenes the WTO trade facilitation agreement. The phenomenon can also lead to retaliation by our trade partners and eventually affect Ghana's tax uh, exporters. These are 11 reasons why the Thina Parliament should reject the instrument. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Elton. Let me bring in the chairman of the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, Mr. John Awini. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Midday News. So let me find out from you, since this issue became um, topical in the public space, has there been any form of engagement with your groupings in any form with the Ministry of Trade? Well, if you say since it uh, became topical in the public space, have you been engaged? I would say no. But previously, they have invited us to, and informed us, not that they want our input, input on how to boost patronage and consumption of locally produced goods. We have always been we, we, they were informed us a couple of times, and we rejected and gave city inputs. But all that we, we realized is that the thing has been sent to Parliament, and all, we didn't even know the details of it. So the Minister of Trade hasn't done any good work with consultation uh, members. Clearly, we are all Ghanaians. Mm. This is our country. This is where we are all grown up and where our children will grow and live and work. So we will support any move that will promote the development of this country. No house, no family. No nation can develop relying on the support of an outsider. So we look forward to the day where we can be self-sufficient. But indeed, the reality is that no nation is self-sufficient. Mm. Every nation has its competitive and comparative advantage to one good or the other. So looking at what we are dealing with, the Minister of Trade needed to consult us and speak to us on how could we boost local cons uh, consumption of locally produced goods. Then we can all dialogue and see how we can do that. I, I, was, asking that, Mr. Winnie, I was asking you about any form of engagement because no. we are hearing that government says it's made some concessions and they are hoping to lay the instrument today. How confident no. then are you no. that your petition it's will get immediate attention? Nobody has engaged anybody. I'm not it's saying they've, they've mentioned lie. that they've engaged you. I'm only asking because we are told that government says it's made some concessions, some changes in the airline. In the and form the changes, that we who knew. and who did they meet to do the changes? Who and who did they That's why I said it's a lie. Who and who did they meet to do the change? This is what even increases our the height of our suspicion that a few people want to hold the, the entire Ghanaian public to ransom, the business sector to ransom, consumers to ransom. If they want to place an LI and they think the patronage of locally local goods or services is good, we want to protect our country, let them come with an LI. Banning all government official politicians from flying abroad for medical treatment. Let them go to the hospitals that we all attend and sit on the benches and receive their drips. Sit down on, lie down on the floors and receive the address as we do at 37 and many other places. Let them do that and let them show leadership by example, but not to seek to use law to force consumers 
whose disposable income is very low to consume goods they cannot afford. Okay. Well, so you this petition that we talked about, the six business groups, you've already um, sent it to Parliament. What has been the initial response um, so far, you'd say? Well, we haven't had any response yet, but we expect that the people represented will reject this outright. Kick it out, okay. because it is going to create massive corruption. Maybe they are looking for a business for themselves after they have done in other days. They are looking for business personally for themselves. We are grateful. That's the chairman of the Food and Beverages Association of Ghana, John Awini there. And we know how tempered flared last Friday when the trade minister attempted to lay that airline in parliament with the minority opposing it. The minority argued that the airline if passed will benefit only a section of the NPP members. Chairman of the Trade and Industry um, Committee Carlos Ahenkra says some amendments have been made to the instrument. Uh, uh, Rick Hagen, uh, and my leader, Chairman Sabonsu, together with the, with the minister, we stood again behind the, the, uh, the, the, the doors of parliament and went through this thing, and they indicated where they thought we should have their input. The first one was to uh, ensure that at least uh, the appellate or the appealing, uh, 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 okay, the appellate body there must be an appellate body who would counter or who would oversee, review the minister's uh, 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 powers. We said, yes, that is okay. Yeah, we agree to that. We said, where, where, where does it go to? Let it come to parliament. If the committee sits and give a, 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 a permission or a permit to anybody to import, and like you said, the minister decides to cancel at the point. Or well, we can hear from the deputy minority leader, Emmanuel Amakofibua, who says his side will simply not support the proposal. A report uh, by the Crop Association says that, for example, we can only uh, meet 47% of riders locally. So the rest we have to import. And it is also very clear that that demand cannot be met locally in the next uh, three years. So clearly, we have a challenge. We have, the problem we have has to do with the regulations and how it's worded and the power that it is going to give to the minister, not Katie Hammer as a person, but to the minister. And uh, the rent-seeking uh, risk we face. Once that's the deputy minority leader, Imano Amakofibua, let's bring in parliamentary affairs correspondent Kwekwa Sante uh, on the status of this particular instrument. What are we hearing today about this instrument? MFR, this regulation is still listed in the other people's of parliament. Katie Hammond, the sponsoring minister is not on the floor now. It has not been moved. No conversation has been had around it. But the minority still say they are opposed to it. The sense I'm getting and information I'm taking from the majority front bench is that there is a certain level of effort to con con convince Katie Hammond to actually pull the brakes on this and hold on and get more consultation and then try and lead when the House reconvenes late January or February. Because the minority say they are still opposed to that amendment which will see this request to import those restricted goods come to Parliament because they've seen what has happened to the tax waivers issues when it comes to Parliament and all. And so they are completely against this. And anytime time Amon tries to lay this regulation on the floor, they say they'll fight back. And that is why the majority front bench are trying to convince KT Amon to pull the brakes on this. We'll see how that goes. But the minority has also been talking about their stance on the many tax waiver requests before the House. Uh, this morning, um, Dr. Kisela Tofosin 
is arguing that government is seeking more than 50 billion Ghana cities in tax, 5 and 5 billion, I should say, in tax waivers for what they call government cronies. They say government is using the back door to enrich a few people by requesting more than 40 tax waivers for these businesses. And they say government is bidding revenue. You cannot be taxing the ordinary people and then be demanding tax waivers for rich companies. Let's stay a while longer in Parliament, quick, because the minority are accusing President Okofado of breaching the Constitution of Ghana with his failure or refusal to sign into law that amendment to the Criminal and Other Offences Act, which criminalizes accusation of witchcraft among others. Tell us more. Yes, according to former minority leader Haru Adisu, the president is mandated by the Constitution to within seven days of the receipt. Of Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The bill to either turn it into law or write back to Parliament detailing whatever specific issues we have and asking Parliament to do a review of that action they've taken. The president not having done this, they believe he has taken an action which is in breach of the Constitution. As we can, the Constitution provides that where the president refuses to assent to a bill, he shall within 14 days after the refusal, A, state in a memorandum to the speaker any specific provisions of the bill, which in his opinion should be reconsidered by parliament, including his recommendations for amendment, if any, or B, inform the speaker that he has referred the bill to the Council of State for consideration and comment under Article 90 of this constitution. May the speaker direct follows. And quick, could the majority leader had a response? Yes, according to a fair chairman, the only reason why the president has not signed this bill into law is because there are major challenges with the bill as well as worked on by parliament. And so the president has requested audience with the speaker to try and trust out some of those issues with the bill. What happened, and I've had cause to discuss this with the speaker, after the passage of the bill, the usual things that we do, we came back and went through it. We saw major issues, but it's from Parliament itself. And then we had some conversations with the Speaker that we need, and also inform the, the President that there are fundamental issues with the, with the, with the bill which been passed by Parliament which prompted the president to indicate that we then have to have some conversation with the speaker on this matter. Well, so that's the situation in Parliament. Let's turn our attention to other issues now. And Chief Executive Officer of the National Petroleum Authority, Mustafa Abdul Hamid, says the NPA has taken steps that require the Ghana Standards Authority to review the maximum allowable limit of manganese and fuel. His comment comes on the back of complaints from some petroleum product consumers about the reduced performance of their vehicles, which they attribute to fuel they bought from some retail stations. Speaking on the probe last night, he said the Consumer Department of the NPA is addressing and the concerns. So as far as um, the NPA Quality Assurance Directorate is concerned, once there's an upper limit and the level does not breach the upper limit, it is good. Okay. However, these days, some turbo car engine manufacturers mm -hmm. are beginning to require specifically that fuel that is put in the particular vehicle should not exceed a certain manganese levels. 
Now, the executive director of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Duncan Amwa, says it expects the NPA to physically be at various depots to ensure standards are met. We would welcome that move that they work with the Standards Authority immediately to review the porous numbers as far as the trace element, the metals and fuel is concerned. But what we are expecting the NPA to do goes way deeper than just reviewing standards. Uh, we expect the NPA to be at the various depots physically and on time to ensure that whatever products that are being loaded from the depots through the BRVs gets to meet a certain minimum wholesome standard. Now, is boss to blame for the high level of manganese we're witnessing on the market? So there's a statement from boss on this because they've been linked to the goal for oil deal. What are they saying? Exactly. Boss is dismissing some online publication and commentary on social media X that it's responsible for the manganese-laden gasoline on the Ghanaian market. It says, one, boss imports products on behalf of the government under the goal for oil policy. Two, the products imported are guided by specific regulations of the NPA and include specific product component tests which the Ghana Standards Authority carries out before products are passed for discharge. Three, they have so far imported 23 cargoes under the policy and none has failed the quality test as carried out by the GSA MFR. And there's more of this on myjoyonline.com. Now remember this. Well, that was a Mustafa Hamid in a viral video filmed prior to the 2016 election saying there was an urgent need for the country to be rescued. Well, seven years later, he says the country has been rescued, although he admits that there are challenges with the Ghanaian economy. He says the free senior high school policy is one of the ways President Akufado-led government has rescued the young people of Ghana. Sure. Have you rescued this country? Yes, we have. You have? Yes, we have. High cost of living. Um, economic crisis. The, the economy uh-huh. um, is challenged, without a doubt. But I'm saying to you, MFA, that we have taken this country beyond where we found it. They'll hear mm. from me. Mm. And I will justify all the rescuing okay. that we have done One this rescue. country. One rescue. We have saved over 400,000 young people who, but for our policies, will be languishing on the streets of our country. Meanwhile, President Akufado says security agencies will be ready to deal with any trouble before, during and after the 2024 general elections. His assurance comes after some supporters of the NDC were seen in a viral video brandishing machetes and other weapons at the residence of former President uh, Mahama. That's the offices of former President Mahama last week after they described as a cleanup exercise that they were undertaking. Speaking at an ongoing church service for the moderator of the Presbyterian Church of Ghana at Adenta, the president said the security agencies who deal with individuals or groups seeking to destabilize the country. I know times have been hard, but it is clear that our economy is rebounding back and we're turning the corner back to growth and development. To get here, we'll have to take some difficult and hard decisions. The policies and programs we're implementing are meant to address the challenges and it is evident that they are doing so. It is my earnest hope that the machetes and weapons 
ran this last week in the residence of the NDC's presidential candidate, the former President John Mahama, are not signs of things to come in the run-up to the 2024 election. If it is, I can assure them that they will find no success with them. And your election headquarters takes you to the Adenta area, and it's a two-horse race between PRO of the Energy Ministry, Kwesi Obinifosu, and Deputy CEO of the National Youth Authority, Akosi Amin, we know her as Kozi, as a two-battle lead, um, the MPP in the Adentan constituency. These two are in the forerunning as the third candidate, Winfred Nati, a polling station chairman, struggles to catch up. Quick question to your political desk, has more. The Adentan constituency remains one of the key battlegrounds in Ghana's political landscape. No member of parliament for Adentan has been re-elected since 2004 when a constituency was created. And as the NPP prepares to elect a candidate to represent it ahead of the crucial 2024 election, the race has become heated as three persons lock horns vying to lead their party to unseat the incumbent NDC MP, Ademu Ramadan, PRO of the Energy Ministry, Kwesi Obin Fosu, believes he is the party's best bet towards attaining this goal. Number one indicates a leader. If you have chosen one, you're already in the league. It means you are one and all the others are behind you. I'm the one that can bring everybody together. In the history of Adenta, anytime we are united, anytime we come together, we win. As I said, we are winning this contest. Kwesi Obin Fosu says he speaks and understands the language of delegates more than any of his contenders. He is facing an uphill task as he goes against Deputy CEO of the National Youth Authority, Akosia Menukozi. She wants to be the first female MP for Adentan. Everybody can come into the city and let Akosi because she is welcoming. Let's take a quick break here on the Midday News, live on Joy, 99.7 FM in Accra, also on Love, 99.5 FM in Kumasi, the Midday News, sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your clean fall in full quantity also brought to you by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HTP pipes, where Duroplus goes, water flows. we we'll return from the break with sports. And then, did you miss the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair? I'll tell you more about it. And as we gear for Joy News National Dialogue on Illegal Mining, we'll explore how many communities in western regional towns of Takwa and Prisia are consuming food heavily contaminated with poisonous metals. And the people over there are not even aware of that, even though they are using for medicinal purposes, but they end up contaminating themselves. When budgets are tight and money difficult to come by, you want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source, clean fuel in full quantity. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank is fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> 
That water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water, pepe, pepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. What a tank! That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotor. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Let's do sports. Thank you very much, Emma. For now, over the weekend, majority of Ghanaian footballers who plied their trade abroad showcased impressive performances and hope to maintain their form with just a month and 16 days left until the AFCON next year. Meanwhile, some also received red cards and now face a three-match ban. My colleague Razak Musbao has a wrap of their performances. Mohamed Kudus played a crucial role in West Ham United's 2-1 victory over Burnley in the English Premier League. The attacker midfielder was involved in all goals, forcing an on goal for the equaliser and setting up the winner. In another Premier League match, Antoine Semenyol contributed with an assist in Bournemouth 3-1 away win against Sheffield United. Over in the Saudi Pro League, Bernard Mensah playing for Altai scored a remarkable hat-trick as his team came from behind to defeat Al-Raid. In Serbia, Osman Bukhari displayed his goal-scoring prowess, netting two goals for Red Star Belgrade in a 2-1 victory over Vojvodina. On the flip side, Andrea Yu had a challenging start to his time at Le Havre as he was sent off just two minutes into his debut against Nantes. Lady said who also received a red card as Clement Foot suffered a 3-0 defeat against RC Lance. Yeah, that's Razak Musbao with the report. That's your sports, MFM. Let me take you to the court. And Anakrai High Court has quashed the report indicting the Commissioner of Customs and one Joseph Educhi in the operations in the Labianca case. The court says the Office of the Special Prosecutor acted beyond its mandate. Legal Affairs Correspondent Richard Kujonyako was in court for us. Joins us with more. Richard, what more are we learning? So, MFR, the OSU on August 3, 2022, released a report on its investigations into alleged corruption and corruption-related offenses involving the Labianca Group of Companies and the Customs Division of the Ghana Revenue Authority. So the report by the OSC, among other things, implicated officials of Labianca and the Customs Division of the GRA for their various rules which show the company that deals in the importation of frozen food, benefiting a reduction in the company's tax liability. And over, and one of the names mentioned by the OSP is the former commissioner of the Customs Division of the GRA, Kana Kwejo Damwa retired. The OSP in this investigation says it also found that the deputy commissioner of customs in charge of operations, Joseph Ebiche, issued a lawful customs advance ruling for imputation made by Labianca. So the ruling was said to have been approved by the canal without authorization by the commissioner general. Canada Moore was removed as a commissioner of the Customs Division of the GRA in the wake of the LaBianca case. Mm-hmm. Canada Moore accused the OSC of targeting his person in an attempt to bring him down. So the two of them went to court, the High Court, to be precise for a sexual right to quash the report. Today, the court decided over by Justice William Boampong agreed with the two and quite aspects of the report that related to the operations. MFA. Thank you very much. That's uh, my colleague Richard Kujunyaku. You can find more of this on myjoyonline.com and the Echo Bank Joy News Habitat Fair sadly ended over the weekend. I know you want more, but well, in a bold move to combat deep-seated corruption with land acquisition at the Lands Commission, Land Law Specialist Kwame Jan has proposed a radical solution. He's been speaking on the Super Morning Show. You submit your application. Do you ever have contact with the person who put the stamp in your passport? No. So I was one of the people who advocated that the Lands Commission should just have a front office. 
and the document processing center should be taken away from Accra and put in a some place, a security place. The documents will be received in Accra for processing. You will not see anybody who works on it. Just drop off your document and go. You don't need to be walking through the corridors of the Lands Commission to push your document. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.